Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yes, here we go, and welcome to Backchat 2.0, back for another episode. Wow, where another are we now? Serve. Episode a lot. Yeah, we'll probably, there's a, there's a point where we have to stop saying the number, because otherwise yeah. we're going to forget. No, I think I just do out of habit, but it's good to be here. Yeah, it's great. We're, we're back, Backchat 2.0, Backchat's back, social media, it's all here. Yep. And? Yeah, and? We have a guest. Oh, huge. You know how I said we weren't going to get guests on? Or we weren't going to get guests on every week and make yeah. this a guest-related podcast? Yep. One, because I don't want to do that and yep. I do what I want. Two, it, it creates a lot of pressure. It creates pressure for you. So much pressure. In your role, having to get a better guest after guest after guest. Yep. Well, we've got a guest and he's a good one. Mm. Uh, Should we tell him who it is yet? Nah, come on, man. What's it called? What, what do you call when you're teasing? What did you say the other day? You had a, like a periwinkle or something weird. A periwinkle? I don't know. You a said tease? some weird media term. I didn't understand. Oh, anyway. nut graph. There you go. Yeah. What this is isn't a, This isn't a nut graph. Okay, perfect. This is not a nut graph. Uh, you can get in touch with us. If you have, you have been listening for a little while, yeah, you don't know where to reach out, uh, you can get on to us at Instagram, uh, backchat. Uh, ba- no, backchat pod. Un- no, no. Come on, mate. You've absolutely butchered it. Backchat underscore pod on Instagram. No, it's wrong. Look at the bottom of the sheet. Socials. Instagram, backchat underscore podcast. There Twitter, it is. Backchat underscore pod. Or you can email us at hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. We had a good email through this way. We bloody did. And thank we, we, we want emails. It doesn't even have to be related to the show. Yeah. If uh, you see something that you like, doesn't matter if it's about, uh, I don't know, footy or darts. Hmm. Doesn't even have to be sport related. Why would it be darts? Why would anyone send anything about darts into us? Darts. Oh, I thought you said dance. I don't... No. Darts, as in like 180. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you send us. We just want stuff to talk about. All right. What's on offer today? Um, I promised a giveaway. Yes. Last week. To Candice. Uh, Candice, um, is, she's been a long time listener and she won last week's social media question of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be doing this week's question of the week a little later on. Yep. Should I reveal what that's winning? Give them a little tease. Okay, another little tease. Well, let's just tease with it may or may not be tickets to this weekend's game of West Coast versus Richmond. Great tease. I don't think I'll know what it is. So, 
Candice, though, yes. I'm actually very excited about this prize. Mm. Can you can you announce it? Because it yes. sounds a bit weird coming from me. No, so I don't. People probably know by now about Cameo, this website where you can basically hit up a. I'm going to say celeb, celebrity, super celeb from A grade all the way down to D grade celebrities. Anyone who wants to put their face on this website, basically, and you can pay them a certain amount of money, and they give you a personalized video message. Mm. Now, you're on Cameo. Yeah, super slow. you got to try to get any dollar you can now that your footy career is done. I mean, the, the rating of A through to D grade celebrity, I think probably D is pretty friendly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So you could pay Will Ferrell to say happy birthday yep. to your brother, Brian, whatever. You can say whatever you want. And you could pay 250 to $1,000 on It's actually things. very good. Now, I know you're about to take the piss out of me, but I will say Cameo is very good. If you want to... It, no, no, you, mate. Can you get a fully personalized message from anyone you want, really? Yes. No, it is awesome. I'm not taking the piss. You got to get any dollar you can now. It's fine. <laughs> but prize for Candace, yes. which we didn't announce last week, but no. we are announcing now yes. for last week's question, is a personalized cameo message for Candace. So, Candace, you're listening. Whatever you want Will to say, it's going to record a personalized message. You can use it to send it to anyone you want. Candice, I'm going to send you a code. I'll DM you a code. You can use it on Cameo. Yep. You can set it up however you like. We can do it. Yep. That's a good price. I don't even know what I'm, I cost on that. Uh, probably very expensive. Probably five, five bucks or something. <laughs> I don't think it's $5. I think no, I think they range from a 30 to 200 bucks depending on the length and, and all that stuff. So okay. okay. It's, it's a good price. All right. So they're the prizes, right? There's one coming up I've given a little teaser to. Yep. No idea what it is, but it sounds amazing. Right. And... For those of you who are sitting listening going, well, they didn't announce that on Instagram. Well, we didn't. Mm. But I think that could be even better. You, you just need, you never know what you're going to get. So exactly. Sometimes it just could be Just get involved all the time. I mean, Richmond West Coast, big clash. Huge. Big clash. Um, pretty big footy story happened today, Dan. Yes. Nathan Buckley is on his way out as the Collingwood coach. Do you call it a sacking? Has he been sacked? I think he's been encouraged to leave. They've had uh, they've had four four big people step away from the footy club. So Ned Guy, their list manager, yep, he stepped away. Uh, I mean, they absolutely butchered the trade period last year, butchered the handling of it, and he was a big part of that. He's gone. Um, Eddie McGuire, yep, president, effectively has run the footy club for the last twenty years. See you, Eddie. Gone. He's gone. Um, he's out of the hot seat. Uh, Good. The millionaire hot seat. You know what I'm He says it like a New Zealander. Anyway. Uh, and Nathan Buckley, now gone. So, yep. so that effectively that whole footy club, their whole leadership structure. I've said a few times, oh, I don't, don't know how that affects, you know, teams and how, how Collingwood won two weeks ago and there was a lot going on. There was a lot of this talk going on. Buckley's going to keep his yep. job, blah, blah, blah. Now that it's happened and he's gone, um, as a player, so probably not talking about Collingwood anymore, just in general, I think it would be very difficult for Collingwood to perform. Quite often with this stuff, the first week of a new coach, they yep. get a result. Yep. But then it's a very, very slippery slope because there's there's not that um, connection that you've had with your senior coach. Like Nathan Buckley's been the senior coach at that footy club for uh, 10 years. So anyone that's been there for 10 years, that's the only head coach they've ever, ever had. So yep. you may see a little small uptick, like a win this week for Collingwood. And again, I'll say it again, not a betting man, but if I was, be having a little look at Collingwood this week. What will happen then is I think the structure 
and the surroundings and the familiarity that players have been used to for a long time at that footy club will start to start to fall away. And Collingwood are gonna it's a slippery slope, mate. They're gonna fall away. As I predicted at the start of this year. You did. And just I'm pretty sure he is going to be coaching against Melbourne at the SCG. As that's going to be his game. last yeah, see, game. This is also a strange one. It's not like yeah. he's been fired like on a Monday and he's not he's yep. like a like a like up his John, John Barn uh, John John Farnham. Yeah. yeah, this is the last one, and then one last time. But what if they won? Oh, yeah, what if they absolutely? What if they belt Melbourne? So Anyways. that would be a huge win. Yep. I wonder if Ben Brown playing. If he is, there's no chance for Collingwood. So that was a big story. Another big story on the front page of the West today. No, it wasn't the tattoos with Luke Shuey. Um, yep. We will get to the bottom of that a little bit later on with, I don't know, whoever our guest is. Who knows? Yep. Hopefully uh, they have some insight into that. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, it was Oscar Allen. Uh, it was actually content from another podcast. Are they a bit of a rival podcast? Are they? No. Um, I started that podcast. I did two years of it. Why to be rival? I left. <laughs> oh, gosh. What have they done with it? Did you step away or were you fired from it? <laughs> Very good. Uh, I guess you could say I retired from yep. that area. Okay. Um, uh, AKA fired. Yeah, yes. Yeah, okay. great. Yep. Um, Oscar spoke about it on Coast to Coast podcast that when he was knocked out uh, last week against Essendon, uh, quite a heavy concussion. Reverse scorp. The reverse Scott, which we did touch on, uh, he copped quite a bit of social online abuse. Yes. Um, From people who had been punting on the game. Now, I don't know. You, you ask me the questions on this stuff sometimes. You got any questions to ask about player social have you? Abuse? Have you, I mean, are people betting on you in a game? Have you, have you had it? See, that's the thing. I don't say so not. Well, yes. Yes, I have had abuse online. Yes. Are people betting on me? No. Are they betting on my opponent, potentially? Like, I play on best forward every week. So yeah, yeah, yeah. if I play well, potentially that. But they may also be betting on me to play poorly. Um, yeah, that's true. So I haven't really had the stuff Oscar was talking about, whereas like, I, I, the direct quote was like, you mother you completely yeah, it was, it was brutal. F***ed my multi. Yeah. Hopefully you beat that out. Mum didn't like me swearing. Sorry, Mrs. Schofield. True story. Um and I haven't had that, but also I've had abuse and I read these stories, right? There, there's the racial vilification that happens on social media that has been through a period of being called out as yep. it bloody well should be, which is not appropriate. But I don't know where the line, I don't actually know where that line sits. And I, I often look at society as a whole, and this is getting a bit too deep for Backchat 2.0, but I look <laughs> at it and I think, I mean, where's the line? Like... Oscar's a paid athlete. He's out there performing in the public sphere and entertainment aspect that has a betting component. Yep. And him getting injured has affected someone else. Now, I know that doesn't that's that's no green light you can abuse him. But at what point should Oscar just cop it and 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 I know Oscar well. He's a very well-natured young man who would would most likely have had a pretty big laugh about it. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's the context he told the story on Coast to Coast. Right. But then it gets onto the back page, onto the front page. Disgrace, you know, verbal abuse. It's made into a big thing by the media. Yeah. And I just wonder how big of a thing it is. Racial abuse is course, a big thing. Of course, call it out, yeah. Right? But I don't know. Where do you think the line is? You're, you're, the me- you're a member of the public. Well, I always think about the fact that if someone did that to me while I was doing my job, I wouldn't appreciate it. And you know, I cop it sometimes where I work, people comment because I where I work is a public spot, and people do comment, you know, tell me I'm I'm bad and stuff like I, that. Okay, okay, okay. But 
I don't, I don't know. Okay, another context. Can you go to the footy, right? You pay your money, you go to the footy. Uh, are you allowed to boo the umpire? You, you, we've had that debate in the media as well. You're not, you're not allowed to do that? Are you allowed to do that? It, it just, I don't know what's allowed and what's not that's allowed. That's my question, mate. Like, how, how far is the abuse, and inverted commas abuse, where does it become abuse? Where is it fair play? I don't know. I don't know about this specific situation. Yep. But sometimes I think maybe we err on a being a bit too precious. All right. Is that all right to say that? You can say what you want. That's not saying Oscar Allen's precious. I think that's actually the, the public sphere of what's put into the media. Yeah. Oscar said it in a well-natured, had a bit of a laugh about it. He wasn't like, make a stand. This isn't good enough. I want it on the front page. Yeah. But it then gets there. For every one person that says it, there's thousands others that are praising. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah so, don't know. He's a, he's a loved footy player. He's yeah. not copping. He's not constantly copying abuse from everyone. That's so. correct. Still big news on the front page, so you got to take it. That's correct. Oh, you do? I don't <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't have to take it. Um, Richmond. Mm. We did speak about Richmond just briefly before. Yeah. Last week, you were getting pretty high on them. You were saying they will win the premiership and you should back them on yes. the betting platforms. Yeah. Yes. When we when we did speak about that, that was $7. Yes. They had a pretty good win over Essendon. Yeah. All right, so their current odds are $5. Ooh. So they've been listening to Scully. Yep. Or perhaps they just performed. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, they're still eighth on the ladder, though. That's the thing. Sorry, 550 I said $5. They're 550 and they're eighth on the ladder. Melbourne uh, in top spot, $4.50. So they aren't, they're almost favourites. We're, well, we're on Richmond Watch a little bit. Um, yeah. I was off them at the start of the year. I said they and Collingwood were the ones falling out of the eight. Yep. And I was correct because they did fall out of the eight. <laughs> but now I'm, I'm back on, I, I think... I just, I don't, the reason I'm thinking this about Richmond is I don't actually rate the top sides, um, which are Melbourne, Bulldogs, Brisbane, Brisbane, Geelong Port, Geelong Port, right? Sydney. I don't have, like, certainly not Sydney. They're not winning the flag. Uh, so the top five, I don't have a great love affair with any of them. And it might sound silly talking about Melbourne that way, given how they're playing, given how they've beaten good sides. Just don't love, just, I like them. Just don't know if I love them. Yep. All right. That's fine. We'll, we'll keep an, we'll keep an eye on it because you did say uh, the other one you'd say to rise was Fremantle, and yeah, they've been they've geez, been butchered by injuries. I mean, so. we are a West Australian podcast. Let's have a quick chat about Freo. They have been absolutely ravaged by injuries. They had five key injuries, potentially four of those all out for the year. So what's so is that Fremantle's problem? Um, oh, Where do you point the blame? It's probably past that now. You have some. You have a build-up of soft tissue injuries. Then you look at the fitness staff. You have um, a reoccurrence of injuries, so repeat injuries. You start looking at the rehab staff. But just to have the injuries they've had, they got concussions, they got hammy tendons, they got Nat Fife doing his shoulder. Like they've got injuries that you can't do anything about, and it's right. just they're now they've been hit with the unlucky cursed. Mm, no, too strong. Yeah, not cursed. I mean, they, they, they were in a position that started this year to build themselves up to play finals. Yep. They, they should have been playing finals, and they have been ravaged by injuries and will not play finals. Yep. So it's I'm, a shame. I was wrong on that one, but that's okay. Now, before we get to a quick break, I've brought a little segment along into 2021, which is Media Watch. I've been keeping an eye on the media. Um, I appreciate the people that are getting in touch with us on Instagram, which is backchat underscore podcast and Twitter, backchat underscore pod sending in a bit of media feedback yep. because I like to give it. 
And I've been watching from afar a little bit, being involved as a player without having too much chance of a recourse. And this week, there's some great examples of Media Watch, right? Media Watch is at... Backjack 2.0, Media Watch. Right. Number one. Who do you want me to put in the? Who are we putting the fire alarm first? What, whichever one you want. Let's. Should we? Should we? We've talked about Collingwood. Should we stick with right. something linked to Collingwood? All right. Eddie McGuire. Yep. We know why he's been sacked from Collingwood because he doesn't know anything else other than Collingwood. Just have a listen to this. What he's got to say about the coach of the Fremantle Dockers. Let's get over to Perth right now. Let's get to Matthew Pavlich, who's with the coach of the Fremantle Dockers, John Longmuir. <laughs> John Longmuir. John Longmire coaches the Sydney Swans. Justin Longmuir yes. plays, played for Fremantle and coaches the Fremantle Dockers. Now, and I, didn't he was a coach at Collingwood, right? Ah, uh, he was. Yeah, that's absolutely dead. I did not even think about that. Yeah. Wow, we. Eddie was president. Justin yes. was a coach. I'm this sure he met coach. with him several times. So, look, I'd love to just put Eddie up on the dartboard and throw darts at him and. Yep. But I can understand what's happening. You can hear him pausing as he comes into that and he's trying to space it out because he's yes. like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. The problem is, so I'm pretty sure, so on these TV shows, radio, all of that, a lot of this stuff is all scripted. It might sound and look like it's completely natural, but I guarantee there's a producer who has written that line for him. Yep. So he's either, or maybe I'm wrong, maybe they haven't written that line because it's so simple. Let's go to Matthew Publish now, who's with the Fremantle Dockers coach, John Longmuir. John Longmuir. So that's what he said. Yes. But is he reading off a teleprompter and just his brain went weird? I don't know. I mean, he has been in the media numerous times for saying stupid stuff. And so yes. maybe that's just him. I would say this. Commentary is really hard. Like yeah. when you're commentating a live game, I think people rag on commentators a lot, but it's really hard. Yes. Like even if you walked out to your house right now, went onto your street and just commentated what's happening, it's hard. How it, do you know this? Do you commentate? No, I don't. Oh. But I work with people who do. And it's a really good, like, if you, if you know how difficult. to do it, it's super difficult. And so when people say the wrong names during a game, yes. I can sort of give them a pass. Yes. Maybe they're not super familiar with the team. Maybe that it was a mishap you can't see properly. But when you uh, announce, when you're about to introduce the coach of a football club, well, there's, only, there's only, what, 18 coaches? Yeah, there's 18, and he knows who he is. Exactly. Right, so this is, okay, you know what you said, I, I can give him a pass? I'm actually going to give Eddie a pass. I know that that's not a good look, but yep. I'm going to give him a pass because... This is a part of a broader issue that I want to quickly touch on after I get to this next one, which is Dermot Brereton. Yep. Fox footy. Can I ask this? Just to educate me on this. Is Nick Nadanu classed as a, an Indigenous? Because he's Islander, isn't he? Um, but I think there's a number of players captain out today, there. As the captain, captain there, because yeah, Hoskrips is out there yeah. as well. So comfortable with him being in there anyway. <laughs> I mean, so that is over the back of Nick Nadanui walking to the centre bounce against Sydney with two or three other in, two or three Indigenous players. Right with him. Jermaine Jones was there. Tim Kelly would not have been there. I haven't Liam seen Ryan was there. Liam Ryan was there and Nick Nat. Yep. Dermot has asked if Nick Nat was an indigenous. Yep. For starters. Poor use of words there. <laughs> an indigenous, just that's it. And then asked if he was an islander. Well, yes, Nick Nat knew he is from Fiji. Yep. Which we all know. But the reason Nick was there was not because it was Sir Doug Nichols round. It was because Nick Nat is the captain of the football team and it's why he was there to toss the coin, Dermot. Yes. Now, Dermot Brereton, whack. You don't get a pass. No, that's, you definitely don't get a pass. That's pathetic. That the Indigenous stuff, uh, this use, use of the language. He was trying to... 
I think in his brain, he realised how stupid the question was. Yeah. And he couldn't quite figure out that Nick Nat was the captain. Now, the actual issue here is the calling of games from Melbourne. Yeah. Now, Channel 7, Fox Footy, all the big, all the big production crews, they've, they've cut costs. They've completely cut them. And so it means that, one, they're not doing local talent. They're not using local talent in Sydney or Perth or Adelaide. They're calling all the games from Melbourne. They're doing a pre-show from Melbourne. And what it means is you've got these Victorians in the bubble over there, the Victorian media bubble, yep. that don't actually get information on what's happening here in the West or in Adelaide or in Sydney. So even though Eddie Maguire knows who the coach of the Fremantle Dockers is, he's that encapsulated in the bubble over there that it, it hasn't been spring into his mind. If you get a Adam Papalia, uh, Will Schofield calling over here, I'm pretty sure we'll know who the coach of the Freo Dockers is. They're not making that mistake. And I'm pretty sure I'd know if Nick Nat was the captain or not. The other thing that was pointed out in that was if he was questioning, well, why is he there? Is he an Indigenous person? Well, Patrick Cripps is, is right there as well for Carlton, who's walked into the middle to toss the coin. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, that's media watch right there. That's a, that's a big whack. Dermot Brereton. Wakey, wakey. This is a very big moment for the podcast. Backchat 2.0. You're here with Dan and Will and a guest. No, it's not Godra, although I wish it was. Uh, no, it's not Clive Waterhouse. Are we any closer to getting either of those two? He's left me on red. Right, okay. So you've done, you're not going too well with the boxes you're going to tick on this podcast. I'll tell you what, yeah. a lot of crosses. But we have a guest. We do. And it's, yeah, it's pretty good. It's actually pretty good. Captain of the West Coast, Luke Shuey. How are you, mate? Hey, guys. How are we? Uh, yeah, good. Good. Luke, meet Dan. Dan, meet Luke. Dan. Hello, Luke. Big fan of your work, mate. Oh. Thank you. Yours, yours too. <laughs> no. Dan's a fan of your work. What work? You tell me. No, you tell me what, what sort of work Dan's been doing that you're a fan could, of. Um, could throw him down back in the day, apparently. Wow. Yeah. Five for 16. Wow. Heard all about it. No. I, actually, I haven't. I just listened to your first episode of the podcast. Just the one? Yeah, Just the one. Yeah, well, we've had three, and now you're on the fourth, so that's good. Glad you've stayed a long-time listener. Now, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, look, it's a, it's a, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, I wanted to get to, I wanted to get straight into the real stuff, right? Look, we could have got you on here and talked about being a captain of an AFL team, which, hey, congratulations, well done. Oh, there's much more groundbreaking news than that at the moment. No, there's much more. So, like, we could have talked about winning flags, winning Norm Smiths. Boring. Just playing footy in general, right? It's been done. And if you want to do that, there's some great podcasts around. You want to listen to that sort of stuff. But I want to get right into the action. There was a newspaper article published in the West Australian last week that really caught my eye. I've been asking about asking our listeners to send media watch in, and this was sent in by quite a few listeners, and I saw it as well. It was a picture of your ass, Luke Shuey, right? It was you in training kit with your ass hanging out, and the story was not about your hamstring, which is connected to your ass. <laughs> <laughs> which you're coming back from, which we will touch on a little later. It was about the tattoos that you have on your left cheek and it was groundbreaking stuff mm. and they couldn't get a comment from the club. Mm. They couldn't get a comment from you. Well, I've come straight to the source. What's going on? What? what, are the, get. what what's, first of all, what's your ass doing out at training? I, I feel like, I, and if there's any background noise, young Ollie is in the studio That's with us son. today. It's Ollie, Ollie Shuey. He's watching uh, a bit of Peppa Pig in the background. Uh, What's your bum doing out, mate? Uh, so the story of how it all came about, um, <laughs> young Lukey Edwards had, had been told he's debuting 
um, just before training. So he was doing the stock standard interview with um, the club cameras and the uh, the media team. Um, just one-on-one, privately owned footage by the club. Uh, it was a private training session, a closed session. So uh, I thought there was no media there. And as Luke is doing his interview after training, I was finishing my rehab. So we were the only two out there. Boys had been off track for about 15 minutes. And I decided to um, have a laugh with just the media team and young Lukey. Yep. Uh, drop me Dax at the back, run 30 metres in the background of his shot. Just cheap gag. It, cheap wasn't, laugh. it wasn't a full moon. It was just a nice... It wasn't a full moon. It was just, like, you know, a bit of, bit of plumber's crack sort of stuff. Um, <laughs> and I, what I thought was a, a gag between just four or five of us. The next day, I've got up to start my day and had two or three people send me photos of my rear end in the <laughs> West Australian. And the first thing that crossed my mind was how easy it must be to get a journalism degree these days. Oh, wow. Whack. If that's what Yeah, it's no, like. that's good. That's fair. Uh, well, seriously, that. what... Do you, do you have <laughs> one? I will say it is one of the easiest uh, degrees to get a, you know, your, your score. Did you, did you see this, um, an inverted commas article? I did. I uh, first thing I did was I got a bit of a video of it. The best part for me was the final line of the the, um, the article. First, actually, firstly, having a real crack was the headline. Oh, well done. No, that's that. I'll take my hat off to that. That's very good. <laughs> having a real crack. The last bit line. Cheeky. Last <laughs> line. The West contacted Eagles for comment, and obviously they they didn't get one. So they just because in journalism sometimes you say if you don't hear from a company you're going to say well we did reach out to them but they didn't get back. I wonder to what us. they would have said. I what did what, they want to comment on? Well, I don't know. Well, the intrigue was the tattoos on your bum, which is which is an area that has not been seen in the public sphere. Um, yeah, the meaning I think. Yeah, I mean, it's very very intriguing and like groundbreaking. Here we go, Backchat 2.0 exclusive. What are they and what do they mean? Well, I mean, there is a story behind every tattoo. Um, but, you know, if you're going to chase up, uh, if you want comments on everyone's tattoos, there's plenty more uh, interesting figures out there than myself. It was a slight news week, but... Obviously. But I want to know. Tell me about them. Uh, so, both were from uh, trips overseas. One to America and one on a footy trip, actually. Yeah. Um, so, one is 400 plus. The other one is a Texas Longhorns tattoo with Hookham written underneath. Yes. Which the uh, West Australian thought was a bus-shaped figure. Right. So, they're the two tattoos. The first tattoo I do want to touch on. Now, that is in reference, and I believe this has been covered in the... I actually have seen this read somewhere, but I know this because I know you. The 400 plus was a certain level of performance we had to get to as a team. The West Coast Eagles, uh, you'd get certain points for certain things. Anything over 400 plus, usually guaranteed a win. Right. That's what 400 plus was. Correct. It became our war cry, didn't it? Yeah. Like 400, 400 plus, plus today, was, boys. Let's go. It was like, it would just say, it would say it all the time. Yeah, it sounds so, cool. No, no. You're, not, you're, you're missing the end of the story. Okay. So, 400 plus gets it tattooed in that footy trip that year. The very next year, we come back for preseason. 400 plus. We'd had a good year that year, but you always want to get better. Well, we changed that to... <laughs> 420 plus. Oh, God. <laughs> so Luke Shuey's got 400 plus on his ass. Doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything ever. You've got an irrelevant tattoo in your bum. Yeah, all of a sudden I was scrambling for tattoo removalists around Perth. <laughs> or, um, or additionalists. Or, yeah, can you change a zero to a two? Or you could have gone 400 plus 20. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I think first team meeting back that preseason, whoosh, started off going, all right, we want to get better. We're going from 400 to 420. 
And um, yeah, another regrettable moment in the in the life of Luke Shuey. <laughs> now, um, look, like I said, we're not going to talk footy. Got a few things to touch on though. Hey, Ollie, what do you got playing down there, mate? Hey, oh, you want to sit on the couch, bud? Can you sit Good on the couch, boy. buddy? Little ledge, I'll get you happy meal on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> what a treat! Uh, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not yet sponsored by McDonald's. Uh, neither are you. You'll get him. You'll actually get him a big whopping meal on the way home. That's, that's what you'll get him. That is, you? correct. is that correct? Yes. That's that could make the West tomorrow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Who's Luke Shuey hate at Hungry Jacks? Now, I said we won't take footy. A couple of footy items. I see your new shoes you're wearing in here. Are they the new? Are they the new um, Asics? Uh, they are. You know, I, I didn't actually order these ones. Jack Redden had these, and he didn't like them, so I, I took them. You, you got your Yasik uh, sponsorship still? I do, and I still jumped at the opportunity mm. for a freebie. <laughs> I've, I've, uh, I've lost that, Dan. Don't, don't have that anymore. You had a little sponsorship? Yeah, I do. I could get Asics shoes whenever I want. So, like, all the boys used to roll around the, the latest Asics. You can't buy them in the stores. You can only get them. <laughs> I don't have that anymore. They're taking them away from me. So you got anything buy, like Buy yourself a pair of shoes. Yeah, that's, that's right. Well, have you got anything like that? You get freebies? Um... Free, what at my work? Yeah, stationary contracts or anything. No, I, I actually I did get given some free pens once. Did you by yourself? By yourself, I rocked up to work one morning with about seventy pens on my desk, scattered on there. Um, Bic, big fan of the podcast. I think we might get them as a sponsor. <laughs> These orange and blue pens. There's nothing like them. So Dan's made the comment the day before. I've I've taken his pen off his desk and I've written a couple of notes and I didn't put the pen back on the thing. And he's like, came back frantic. Where's, where's my pen? Where's my orange and blue pen? I was like, oh, who cares? It's just a pen. Like, just get any pen. He's like, no, no, nothing like the orange and blues. No sentimental attachment. Just a oh no, there's no. Full, full, well, well, well. I mean, there not, must not sentimental. be. Yeah. It's just that it writes well, and that was the only one in the office, and I had it for so long, and I planned to use all of the ink out of it. Your 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 exact words were, "It is the best pen on the market." So I went yes. down to Office Works. And I cleaned them out. I took every one of these orange blue pens I could possibly find. How much did that cost? No, you? they weren't. They're not that expensive. I mean, no, they're I more expensive than your basic Bic, but it's it's a mid range pen. Yeah, they're not a bougie pen. It's just it feels it feels right. It, it looks nice. So Dan came back to work the next day with about eighty pens scattered across his desk. Oh, it was very good. Anyway, so uh, no ASICs contract and no Bic contract for Dan. Um, so yeah, they look good, mate. If you've got any in the thirteen. <laughs> Be really good. Well, I'm a fan of the Birkenstocks you've got on, mate. Yeah, we might like be able to muster up a trade here. We are actually still looking for sponsors for Backchat 2.0. So Birkenstocks, I'm sure you're listening. Um, I'm currently wearing the uh, the Boston flavour. They they look like a bit of a clog. Snazzy. Yeah. Not a fan of those. Yeah, that's fine. Don't take your fashion advice from you, Dan. Uh, boots. We're at a Bluey concert last mm. week. You and I. Weren't we? Can you tell the fans what that was like? Was that describe uh, it? Chaotic. <laughs> hectic. Uh. Fun for the kids. Yes. Um, great for the kids. Great for the kids. What I really appreciated was the length of the concert. It was quite short, wasn't well, it? Well, 40, 45 minute-ish. You're saying it was good? Great by the people running the show, literally, to take into account that kids can't sit still for much longer than that. You can't sit still for no. much longer than that. Well, <laughs> I was actually, <laughs> I was losing my marbles at other kids losing their marbles during the concert. Found it hilarious. It started escalating. Started oh, so God, were they funny. big? Are they, uh, my son loved Bluey. Are yeah. they big, like mascot-looking things, or was it cartoon? They were gigantic it? puppets. Yeah, huh. this is how you describe. Look, it. I, I'm going to say there was a lot of expenses spared. You know, the saying goes, "No expense spared." Well, that's not how this production was put together. Right. It, it wasn't great. I, I'm going to say for 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 the money that I didn't pay for those tickets. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, Luke Shuey, provider of all providers. 
What did he sponsored, buy? Ticket? No, sponsored tickets. Sponsored ASICs. Sponsored tickets. So I didn't have to pay. Who's sponsoring? But, like, no, it's a big deal. It's a very, very big deal. I certainly. That's am why people write articles on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, look, I, I, I would probably describe it as an hour of my life and never get back. I enjoyed um, going for a nice lunch, uh, some chips afterwards that I ate, and you had you had a water and um, some fruit or whatever you athletes do. We had a beer and a bowl of chips <laughs> at the Merrywell. Yeah, it was very good and it was good to see you. And uh, yeah, Dan, I'd recommend it, mate, if, if they're still in town. Well, you've made it sound amazing, so. I've yeah, got to go yeah, yeah. Off the back of those tattoos, I did want to touch on footy trips. Do you have any m- moments or memories along the way from footy trips? I said a lot of like memories. Footy. footy trip is gone. It's, it's actually gone out of footy a little bit, especially at the top level. And my thoughts on that? This is not Luke Shirley's thoughts. This is not Dan Constant. My thoughts on that. As soon as we started making drinking, um, you know, made you unprofessional, uh, I think that was a bit of a decline of culture in footy clubs. Anyway, we move on. Footy trips are few and far between now. And I hope you're organising this one this year. Are you, are you trying to? We're, we're you're probably one. not even allowed to. You're probably not even to say. We're having one this year. You are having one We're, this we're having a, a unity... A unity uh, camp. A unity getaway. <laughs> to canoeing. discuss how we can... call them footy trips anymore. Canoeing at the uh, Mundaring Weir or something. <laughs> <laughs> you, may, you may be actually lucky to be allowed to leave Lathlane, the right the AFL players go. Uh, do you have any favourite footy trip memories? Because you've got those tattoos to remember a few things by. Well, probably my favourite trip um, was the one I got this tattoo on. I mean, we had one in our premiership year, yep. but this, this footy trip to Phuket in 2012 was good fun. Bit of a blur, 2018, that, that footy trip. Bit of a blur. Don't doubt that. Yep. Um, 2012 to Thailand, good fun. Good crew. You know, the Dean Coxes, the Adam Selwoods of the, of the world were Lynch still getting around. Quinton Lynch was best on ground yep. that footy trip. Yep. For the whole gar- trip. He was driving garbage trucks around at one stage. Anyway, we digress. <laughs> he was. T- we digress. <laughs> yes, Dan. <laughs> yes, that is a good story. With Tom Swift hanging <laughs> off. Oh, we. Um, so one of the, uh, recollections from that trip involves yourself. Good. And it was day two and this was a, a four day footy trip. Now, four days is a long time for mm. a footy trip, but, mm. uh, they don't breed them like they used to. No. We used to be able to punch out four days. So day two, you've, uh, proclaimed to the group that, uh, you're off early. Yeah. My out, wife. Out of there. You had something wife. on. Yeah. You're meeting in America. Me home or something. Oh, who knows? Um, like you cared. Something silly. Um, so anyway you've you've said your goodbyes boys are flat uh you copped an absolute berating on the way out we walked you down bangalore road and waved you goodbye yep. threw a few things at you on your way out yeah you're weak bastard yeah it was sad it was sad but boys yep. were sad to see me go because let's be honest i'm a i'm a good addition to a footage trip I'm a and, and day two was an early don't make a lot of scene though just, i'm just happy to just be there there are a couple of scenes a little bit like dan in this podcast actually just happy to be here very good will <laughs> Very good, Will. <laughs> Anything? All right, mate. Put your put your backs back on. <laughs> Had to pay for those. Day two was an early exit, and anyway, um, wasn't long before the boys forgot about you. To be honest, that's just what happens on a footy trip. The show must go on. Oh, that's good. Long into the night, and anyone that's been to Phuket and, and seen Bangalore, Bangalore Road, yeah, Bangalore yeah. Road. Yeah, you got it. Uh, there's there's those street fighting. Um, trucks that go up and down advertising like Bangalore Stadium tonight that's tonight. the one <laughs> local street fights <laughs> it, it's loose have you been to, have you been to Phuket haven't no oh, well. won't <clears throat> be for a while I think well you should and the street fights obviously weren't something we were getting involved in no 
but you, you can't miss them. They're every five seconds, a new truck's going past. And um, long into the night, there's this one truck going past and there's this one bloke hanging off the back in a Spider-Man suit and there's all sorts of shows and circuses that go on in, in Phuket. And there's this bloke in a Spider-Man outfit hanging off the back and I'm like, surely there's not a fight going ahead tonight with a guy dressed as Spider-Man. For two hours, we're at this bar and this Spider-Man keeps going up and down, up and down. <laughs> <laughs> Making absolute scenes. Ah! Tss, 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 shooting his webs. Uh, turned out to be one Will Schofield. Dan. <laughs> it was very... After, it, so, That's a real commitment to a bit. Well, so it was 12 hours later. I went and sat in a bar by myself. Home. He'd flown to America. I, I hid in a bar for 12 hours. I made friends with the bar owner. I had a great day. I had a great day. Got a Spider-Man morph suit. So it wasn't just a little mask. Full morph suit. Hijacked a... Uh, uh, the back of a fight promotion thing uh, on the back of a bit of money exchanging hands and yeah carried up and down the street for about two hours and the boy every time they had no idea it was me no no one had any idea no idea and why would I, they I don't know <laughs> and and no one was looking for me either <laughs> I actually think at one point we were we were, before you revealed yourself we were in a bar and you're actually in the bar, I think, at one stage. And no, everyone's yeah, like, so, there's yeah. that Spider-Man. Yeah, but yeah, no one thought anything of so it. I was on the truck, on the truck. They left the bar. They walked down Bang I said, I followed them. Oh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Went into the bar, was drinking with the boys. They love Spider-Man. Was in the bar for an hour with them. <laughs> Gangnam Style comes on. Yes. Spider-Man gets on the bar. And everyone's like, yeah, Spider-Man. Like, best night's ever in life. <laughs> the best night ever. And I ripped my mask off. And the, the reveal was unreal. Eruption. And, uh, and it was one of the moments in my footy career, actually. Uh, <laughs> yeah, one of the one of the vivid memories, Thanks particularly from that. that trip. I'll finish on this one. Are you going to come back and play this year? I've been missing you. Not sure. So we'll finish on footy. <laughs> I said we won't talk about footy. But f- footy, you've been missing. You've been out of action this year. What's happening? How's the injury? Uh, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm back in... Two weeks, I think. So straight to the AFL, I'm assuming. Uh, I don't think so. It's either it's either have a three hour training session out at Lathlone Oval by myself, or and with Mark Finnegan, I'm assuming. <laughs> Physio one, which is enough to turn you off. Yeah. Uh, and they're they're hard sessions. Like they, it's like, well, I haven't done a boot camp, but it's borderline an army boot camp. Mm. Um, or go and play 50, 60 minutes at Waffle. I think so. In the Waffle. I'd uh, I'd prefer to go and run around with the boys. The captain of the AFL. He's going to play in the waffle. You sure they've released that? There's no way they have because that would have been all over social over there. Well, if well, you did if you did play waffle instead of AFL, where would you play? You'd play in the midfield. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd play midfield. My return to waffle date is next week, which is the AFL buy anyway. So it's not as though there's a choice between AFL or waffle. Okay. How do you reckon you'd actually go against one of the premium waffle mid- midfielders in the comp? Uh, Place with Peel Thunder. Will Schofield. Cool. How would you go against me in the midfield? Uh, in what in what area? Like oh, we're talking like, contested marking or No, no, just people watch us go head to head and go, there's a battle. Who's gonna win that? Well now, how would you beat how would you beat me? I'd just I'd just play midfield. I think twelve years of playing midfield would help me. But it'd be like me playing forward and you playing back. No, like no. it's relevant to the position. No, it's not at all, because you've <laughs> never seen me play midfield. <laughs> I have. Ever. I have. Scrimmage last year against the Brisbane Lions yeah. up on the Gold Coast. Yeah, and it was good, wasn't it? <laughs> and you were pretty you. impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly think head to head you and I, it'd be a bit like Bont versus Shuey. It'd be a bit like the Bont. <laughs> no, it'd be, be, it'd be a bit like Come the Bont. On. What I will give you is you're always a you're always a smart footballer, so you just figure out how to get the job done. I think you may actually work too hard. 
I think that's potentially what's happened to your hammies. That's what happened. That's what happened to your calves. Yeah, just you're working too hard. Yeah, that's what it is. Take hard the work. leaf out of my book. Yeah, that's what it is, mate. I, I work way too hard. I'm just a workhorse. I actually think you could be working too hard. This is pure advice for me. Take it a bit easier. Get the young lads to work. You got some young guys debuting now. Get them to go to work, and you're the captain, mate. You just sit at the top. You delegate. So when we've got the ball work, when the other team have it, That's right. don't do anything, is someone, what you're saying. Someone across the, across the ditch here in Western Australia, who may or may not be captain of the other team, does exactly that, right? So <laughs> Name names. Me. I don't know what you're talking about. How many Brownlows you won, mate? <laughs> None. How many, how many Brownlows five you won? Two. Deuce. Well, there you go. This guy goes whack. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I tell you what, uh, if roles were reversed with uh, captains in this state, you'd be playing with... Nathan. What do you mean? Well, down at Peel, if he had to come back through the waffle. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Imagine Schofield and Fife in the same <laughs> midfield. Scary <laughs> thought, isn't it? I might be playing in the ruck. Frio may actually not be able to field a team of 22 players, and I will potentially be playing for the Fremantle Dockers this week. <laughs> you missed the mid-season draft, obviously? Uh, yeah, I retired. I don't know if you know. Um, not eligible for the draft? Yeah, not eligible. Okay. Yeah, I retired last year. Um, had a chat to the boys about it. Remember yeah, one? I remember that. I just oh, yeah, thought you were still eligible to be nah, picked up. No, no, no. Once you retire, all done and dusted. Okay. Next year, though, right? Uh, no, no, all done and dusted. No, all and right. talking about done and dusted, that's you. You're done and dusted. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, first guest on the show this year? Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And I haven't left a lot of room for Dan to ask questions. But, uh, it's fine. No one's here for me. Uh, people oh, I'm here for you, Dan. Thanks, mate. All right, it's time for social media, Will. I'd get a bit more excited, mate. It's time for social media. Nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> if that's... All right, I'll, I'll try again. Uh, yeah, let's not do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, social media. You've sent in some great questions so far. Now, uh, well, on socials, we did say that you're going to tell a story about the 2018 grand final. You wanted to call someone out. Yes. We're just going to tease you a little bit longer because, you know what? Today, this is... You know, I haven't told you this. Today, I tried to find that article. Yes. It was written on this person's live blog. Yeah. It's been deleted. I don't uh, I don't care. I have uh, photos on my phone. Of yes. It. that's. I'm just saying. Of, co- so, of course it's been deleted. So that's even better for the story. Exactly. Of course he's deleted. So I tried to do a little oh. bit of research into this, So, but he has removed that section right. from his blog. And the reason we didn't do it today is because we had enough in Media Watch. Dermot yeah. Brennan and Eddie, they're, they're holding up the They're cop whack. Well, right. this very senior, very prominent journalist is going to get a right whack yeah. when the time's right. And yeah, that doesn't surprise me he's taken off his blog, but it doesn't matter. I've got a copy of yeah, it. It's great. So I, I, I'm very good at finding things online. I use the pictures that you sent me to then use, find that text. Great. It has been removed off uh, the internet. Okay, perfect. Well, you know what? We're going to put it back on the internet. I reckon when I do tell this story, I'm going to post it up on socials. Just yeah, so yeah, everyone can have a good look at it. Yeah, all right, cool. That, cool. Because that's it. That's, that's fired me up a little bit. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right, so that's despicable behavior. Yeah. So you're going to write something and you're wrong and you get called out. Yeah, yeah. That's all good and that's 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 fine. You, you, you're allowed to get called out and I'm allowed to call you out, but then you just take it and you move on. You can't wipe it from your record. No, oh, you can't. So there you <laughs> go. There's a, little, there's a little taste of it, yeah. but we'll go to, let's go straight to social media. A little snack. Because we've, we've got a lot of great questions here. Mm-hmm. All right. You're going to still say the usernames because apparently I butcher them, so I'll leave that to you. Okay, first up, we're going with, oh my golly gosh. Oh, God. At underscore, underscore, J, underscore, 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 D, 33, underscore, underscore, Insta with a five and a one. And a one. <laughs> underscore, underscore. That's, all right, no. Jay, that's. Uh, there's the line. There's the line. We found a line. 
No more. No more. <laughs> that's the limit. Right. That's the limit. That's fine. Boys and girls, that's the limit. What's your thoughts on the debutants we've seen so far this year? I mean, yeah, probably about that. All right. I'm that's just, good. Yeah, I, I've been watching my footy. I watch it every. I watch it every week. But, um, yeah, haven't been unimpressed. Haven't been that impressed. There you go. That's a good answer. Is all that right. All right. Yep. All right. Let's go to the next one. All right. Cool. At Supertramp underscore Bryce. Good. Now this is Bryce is a Bryce is a big fan. Okay. I, like, I like Bryce's questions. All right. They're this deep. is this is a good question actually. Okay. Thinking about what Tommy Brass mentioned in regards to finding fulfillment and intrinsic motivation again post winning the flag in 18, you won the grand final of 2018. I was wondering what impact that had on the two of you, particularly you, Scoey, and if you attempted to hang up the boots with Lecker post granny. <laughs> now, I think uh, the two of you, I think he was referring to when we had Luke Shuey in the studio. Maybe he was referring to the two of us. No, I don't think he was referring to you and how it impacted you. I've still got motivation to win a flag. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, look, it's a very good question by Bryce. And I don't know. At the time, you go from relief winning a flag to let's go again, let's do that again. Because it was. But at some point in that period after, and you don't win it again this, the year after, and then it's even harder the year after. It's just, it's so hard to win another one. You maybe reflect a little bit and go, oh, geez, like Lekker did well. Yeah. Like, went on a high. Yeah. But certainly wouldn't take anything back in my career. Like yep. 19, 19 was a bit up and down, had a couple of injuries. Uh, I was a bit in and out, but shock, that's the same as my rest of my career. But it just kind of fizzled out at finals. We were kind of making a run late in the year. And then like any year, if you don't win the granny, you lose. Yep. You're, a lo- you're, you're 17 teams of losers in the year. I will say this. <laughs> if you did uh, retire, you wouldn't have had that award in 2019, the Zach Dawson Award. Ah, that's right. So... Glad you stayed around so that you could get that. The best ever. Speaking of that award, the prestigious award that I won for being the worst player in the league in 2019 in one game, lowest scores. It was actually 2020. Uh, there you go. I asked Sir Swamp Thing. So he's the stats man on Twitter. He's amazing. Yep. He just comes up with stats. I put it to him. Was there anything that Will Schofield held any AFL records for? Because this was a question two weeks ago on social media. That's right. Was I the best at anything in the AFL? I won some award, Zach Dawson Award, for having the lowest dream team score in any game for one year in 2020, yep. which, look, the trophy Three sits quite high. Well, this trophy sits a little higher. I said to Swamp, Sir, uh, Sir Swamp Thing, huge long-time fan, first-time question. I never asked him a question before. Last week on Back Chat Pod, we were asked if Will Schofield held any AFL records. I couldn't answer and thought you may be the only person that could help. Please help. Now, this was actually live when we went to air and he didn't reply and I was pretty flat. I was like, I would have really liked to reply. But Sir Swamp Thing, he never lets us down. He's come back. And I have done something that no one else in the history of AFL has done since time time on ground stats have been kept. So there have been 615 players who played only one game with 100% game time in a single season. Right? So... Only one of their games did they play 100%. Yep. So in 2018, there was no other game I played that was 100%, except Will Schofield is the only one on that list whose game was in a winning grand final side. So 615, it's quite a lot of players, if you yep. think about it. Because 
you know, it would it maybe be twenty a year or something. Yep. But only one in the history of the game has done it in a winning grand final. And that's you. And it's me. So that's because the runners were coming out going, all right, well, let's go. And you're like, no, I'm, I'm, you could, I'm staying out. If you could etch a... No, I never got asked to go to the bench. No. I don't actually know what happened. That the, 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 There was never a plan going into the 2018 grand final to stay on the ground for 100% of the game. But I think potentially I'd been in quite a few contests and won quite a few of them. Yep. Don't know. You saw it. Uh, that they were a bit scared of taking yep. me off. Yeah, and right. So they just left me out there. Surprising after that first quarter. We don't have to... Why? I didn't, I didn't lose any contests in the first quarter. <laughs> I don't, I don't do that. That was me. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Thank you, for Sir Swamp Thing. Yeah. What a treat. Uh, let's go to. That was a good question by um, Bryce, though. Yeah, about... Super Champ Bryce. Yeah. Like there we that. go. All right. That's that's uh, that's top of the leaderboard at the moment for the uh, Richmond West Coast tickets this weekend. All right. Well, let's keep going. A Hevs one. Whose nickname at the club has the best backstory or the best from another club that you've heard? Hashtag backstories on backchat. Back, like the hashtag. Backstories, backchat, hashtag. Yeah, I like that too. Look, I think we've potentially covered this on the podcast before. I don't like rehashing too much old yeah, material. Okay. And like, there's some good nicknames around. Yeah. Like, for me personally, someone gave me the nickname Fish uh, because at the time, Michael Schofield was on prison break. Michael Schofield, Will Schofield. And they were calling him Fish because he, he was a new fish in the jail. And so I caught Fish for about six months. Speaking of prison break. Yes. Remember that guy that used to carry, that used to hold onto the guy's pocket? Yes. Yes. He was like his uh, prison partner. Partner. <laughs> uh, we had a nickname for a guy at school. So we called him Pockets because he used to blow his nose and put his hand, like, and then just put it in his pocket. Oh. So there's, <laughs> a, there's a nickname for you, Pockets. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. I like that. Uh, next question, please, Will. Uh, at Cal.McLean underscore. We love it when they finish with an underscore. When can we get a at Dylan and Friends and at Backchat underscore podcast crossover episode? Give the people what they want. The people being me, XX. That's two kisses. All right. So that's Dill and Friends, uh, not Dylan and Friends, which is <laughs> hilarious. Uh, so Dill and Friends there. He's not. So they do a guest a week. Yep. All right. Um, very good. He's very interesting to listen to. Maybe you should do a bit of research and have a listen, Dan. Uh, look. I would very much like this to happen. This, right. is, this is something I want to happen. Okay, you want that? Yeah. All right, let's, let's so, put him on the whiteboard. I would like to have him as a guest on Backchat. Let's do that. I'm writing it down now. Thank you. Dylan and friends. No, it's Dylan and friends. I got you. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is Voltinator, but the there's a one where there should be an E. So Volt one Nater. I think the one is an I. So it, should, so it looks like Volt one Nater. Yep. Hi, guys. First time question... Long time listener. Well, that's good to hear. Who could bench press more between the two of you? Will, AFL athletic background, or Dan, sounds like a weapon, <laughs> but it could be too good to be true. Now, let me tell you, so I'm going to get in first here. You're going to go first. Sometimes in life, things are too good to be true, and often they are. Right. In this instance, not the case. What? Why? Well, I don't actually get that analogy. Well... The fact that you sound like a weapon. Yeah. No, I am. I can lift. So you think you could outbench me? Yeah, is this a challenge? I don't have a challenge this week, by the way. So let's <laughs> let's make this the challenge. Well, I don't see a bench press anywhere in here, mate. <laughs> I can't I can't remember the last time I bench press, but sure. I'm gonna say I could probably lift sixty kilos. <laughs> <laughs> One time. It yeah, was. Oh god damn. What are you I, benching? I honestly was gonna give you a bit of it. Like my elbow's cooked. I can't bench. I haven't look, I I'll give you here's a bit of insight. I didn't do a bench press in the last two years of my AFL career. Yeah, you can tell. I just... Oh. <laughs> yep. Go right. Whack. Probably even three. 2018 didn't, didn't do a lot of bench. 
Yep. Just didn't, and look just, what that got you. Just didn't. Premiership. Yeah, that's correct. So, so kids out there listening, <laughs> want a premiership? Don't do bench. <laughs> well, what can you bench? Oh, you more than that, mate. Yeah, more than 60. All right, there you let's, go. Let's say it's 100, 125 once. Huge. All right. There you go. You win that one. Well, there are questions. You have to pick a winner. Uh, the, winner the winner price. is Supertramp underscore Bryce. Uh, a question about Tom Brass. Um, oh, finding fulfillment. fulfillment. Yep. Yeah, it's mine. Supertramp. You just won tickets to the West Coast Richmond game. That How about is that? huge. Yeah, no, and that's very easily won. Didn't make a big build up on Instagram. So if you want to win it next week, you've got to be in it to win it. Yeah. So get your questions in. Winners are grinners. Yeah. Um, I did want to just finish on a quick little, just a little sound bite. I like the fan interaction. I like... People writing in, as, you, as you've been told, Instagram, backchat underscore podcast, Twitter, backchat underscore pod, email, hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. Well, this came into the, this came into the podcast hot, um, email and I liked it because I have been, I've been sort of flirting with a little idea for, for a segment of, you know, like normal stuff that people do weird. That was one name I went with and things that people can do, but you shouldn't. Yep. Right. So, like, putting the milk in, the in coffee your coffee first. first. Yeah. This one was sent in yeah. by... Tom Diamond. Tommy Diamond. Very good. I don't good. know if that's his real name. I hope it is. It's a diamond in the rough. Have a listen. You offered to make the tea. Naturally, I say yes, you're my guest. So I take the offer gratefully. But then what I see made my heart burst. You only gonna put the f***ing milk in first. <laughs> no, you must be out. Your mind looks like you went and poured about half a pint. Now even with the boiling water, my tea's already lukewarm. Man, where the f were you born? Now nah, you destroyed a thing that was sacred. <laughs> Pour it down the sink. Let me show you. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so thank you, Tom Diamond. That was it was good. Good little laugh for us to have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anything. So it can be a rap about milk in your tea first. Yeah, I like a lot. It doesn't need to be about anything in particular. Just send us emails. Talking about raps. Oh, good. That's a wrap. Bye-bye. We'll see you next week. Backchat 2.0. See you on socials. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com.